0: Welcome back to Faith FM. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, 88 or on the internet. We have come into the second hour of our show. Of course, we just had an amazing interview with Mon. Bit of a long one. It was split up into into a couple different parts. So that means we've been we've been uh, been just chilling for a bit. That that because that one, of course, came straight from Africa. Um, and yeah, yeah, just, just yeah. hanging out and you know having a good time, um, eating wheat bix in the studio, and you know just nothing. <laughs> I could go to
1: a it get you
0: started for the day. Of course. We need to give some more clues for the quiz. Uh, you know, whenever we have Mon on, we don't uh, get a lot of time to... We give her all the time we can to, to do what she needs to do. So, yes, give us some more clues. Ah, a couple of clues. We'll do two, we'll do two clues. Ooh, Ring us we... if you know who this is. Yeah, 1-800-324-843. If you know who this person is, give us a call. You will get a prize. Who am I? <laughs> Clue number two. The Lord grabbed me by the hair...
1: And lifted me between heaven and earth, then took me to Jerusalem. That's number Ooh. two.
0: Got to get my pen working so I can get this.
1: Oh, he's writing it down. Is he? Has he got it? Is this guy? I think he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yes. Yeah. 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 Yep. Lawson in the studio has the <laughs> answer. All right. Yep. If you have the answer, give us a call. Here's another clue. Okay. I am <laughs> a priest. The son of Buzzy, B-U-Z-I. The Lord
0: refers to me as the son of man. Ooh. <laughs> well, who was this then? Because, because you know, there's some other people called the son of man in the Bible. So was it that son of man or another son of man? I guess we'll see. Give us a call if you know who this is. 1- we have a 800- prize. We have a prize. one eight hundred three two four eight four three. 324 843 You will get a free prize. Of course, we have come into our encounter with God, our Bible study. Oh, I love this Time section. for today. So, we have been struck... Stru- Studying. I was about to say struggling, but we've been studying, doing the best we can, going through the book of Revelation. And we're up to chapter 13. We spent a good portion of last week going through the first beast of Revelation 13. Of course, um, Revelation 13, well, the first half of it is a parallel chapter of Daniel chapter 7. That's right. And what this is describing for us in detail is the Antichrist. Of course, we made some um, observations. I think the fundamental one was that this is a beast or this is a, a nation that has, you know, as as peter says in, in in his epistle um it has already been it is now and it is in the future so we sort of debunked the idea that the antichrist would come right at the end of time and it's just up to speculation no the bible gives very clear signs um and it's you know it is a power that existed in the past and exists now and will exist into the future. Um so that was really great. And then we went through of course the signs. I'll just do a quick recap of the signs. We said it would rise up from Western Europe. We yep. said that it would rise up in four between four seventy six AD and five thirty eight. Um, we said that It would be a little nation. That's really, really important that it would be a little nation. We said that it had authority, um, but not only in a political sense, but in a religious sense. It was a religio-political nation, which I'm pretty sure is is a word. Um, It spoke boastfully um, and you know another so blasphemed translate. against yes, God. Yes, and it blasphemed but against God. We we determined that those blasphemies were that it would claim to be God, and it would also claim to have the power to forgive sin. Um, that it would also persecute the saints. Um, of, it says he make war against them and conquer them. Mm, so it would make war against God's people, um, and it would think or or try to change times and laws um that's getting pretty serious yeah, stuff. <laughs> so we, 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 we determined, uh, we, we came to the understanding that the times and laws that would try to change, the reason it would think to change them is because these are not man's laws. These were not legislated through parliament because you can imagine if you were any head of any political system, you would have the ability to change any law. Yeah. But the reason it thinks to change times and laws is because it's not man's laws. It's not the laws of the nation, but it would try to change God's laws, again, noting the fact that This is a religious power. Mm, mm. Um, And finally, um, it would yeah persecute the saints um, and it would rule for a time, time, half a time, 42 months, um, 1260 days, which ultimately um, equals 1260 years. We went through every single one of those signs um, and we came to the conclusion that it was the papal system. Of course, we made. Not the papal people. Not the papal people. We made. Yeah, this is the the important. The really important thing to get across is that we are not saying. What you're not saying here is that Roman Catholics are lost. No, (laughs) no. I've got some great Roman Catholic Catholic friends. For real. There are people in the Roman Catholic Church who are genuinely worshipping Jesus, who are following the Mm, Lamb, mm. where he goes, and that we will see in heaven. But the thing that, you know, we, we. we determine is that the nation, the system, the system of of worship and this political power uh, that the Vatican is, you know, that the head of the Catholic Church is, it is a micro-nation in Western Europe that rose up between 476 and 538 AD that has a man at the head um, that, you know, thinks to change God's laws and God's times, um, that persecute the saints like we we went through all of these signs and we determined like yes this is um and it's yeah it is the system it is the this 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 group this papal this papal system um that yeah is the bible calls very clear it says this is the antichrist this these are the people that you need to avoid and of course um again one of the reasons that we you know we know that it's not just up to speculation it's not just something that comes at the end of time but we need to know who it is is because the 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 warning that the bible gives for the pe- people who who um you know it says worship the beast or the yep. the people who 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 follow this papal system and endorse this this antichrist system it gives this terrible warning of of undiluted wrath mm, and, mm. and damnation and so we were like hey like no, it's not up for speculation. Look, the Bible is clear because the Bible wants to tell us because God loves us and He wants us to know. Okay, who is this? You know, what is this power? What is going on? Of course, um, when we look at the Revelation thirteen version of this prophecy, it gives us some 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 more insight. It says um, in. Verse three. Do you want to actually? Do you want to read um, Revelation thirteen, and verse three? For yeah, me? I saw that one of the heads of
1: the beast seemed wounded beyond recovery, mm. but the fatal wound was healed. The whole world marvelled at the miracle and gave allegiance to the beast. Mm.
0: We, um, you know as people of history we we went through and we 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 see that at the end of this 1290 year period which starts in 538 when the Vatican became an official political power yep um up until 1798 exactly 1260 years later um you know that was the time when um you know the general of napoleon um, during the french revolution went into the vatican ransacked the vatican and took captive the pope at this time yeah Rome, roman catholicism was just absolutely you know just dead dead yeah. at the door um the just gone completely just bam just destroyed with this um but you know then we then we see a hundred years later, Frederica Mussolini um, reinstating them as a political power, and, just, and Rome is a nation. And Rome is a nation, and they're growing since then. So we see this mor- uh, this mortal wound that's healed, but then ultimately, at the end of this uh, this first half of Revelation thirteen, we come to um, verses nine and ten. Do you want to read read that for us? Which verse? Uh, verses 9 and 10, Revelation and 13. 10. Anyone who, if ears to hear
1: should listen and understand. Anyone who is destined for prison will be taken to prison. Anyone destined to die by the sword will die by the sword. This means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently and remain faithful.
0: Mm. It's powerful. It says, you know, if anyone has... Like, God is really saying here, like, Hey, hang in there. (laughs) Listen to me right now. Like, yes, this persecution is going to be terrible, but ultimately this is going to come to an end. Um, And we know that, you know surrounded in the in the book of revelation when we when we then go on to read um chapter 14 we see God's holy people and we see the second coming and we see you know their reward and so ultimately yes this this system it is responsible for the persecution of the saints um but hey like we just got to hang in there and and uh and continue going we will continue to pick this up to go through this story right after this. You're listening to Faith
2: FM, positively different radio. All
0: right, so we continue on with our Bible. So we've study. done one beast, but the beasts aren't over yet. The beasts aren't <laughs> over. We've got this next beast. This beast. Power? Oh who could this be? This is really this is really interesting, okay, because this is exclusive. You know, we look in Daniel chapter seven and Revelation thirteen and and we can really corroborate, okay, who is this person and yeah. we can really you know really get in there. But then we come to Revelation thirteen and again it gives us signs, you know, it gives us clear signs that we can look at um, and we can compare to our world today and history and whatnot. But this is exclusive to Revelation. 13 just beast um and in fact i've heard it said before um, that revelation 13 is in what you would call a chiastic structure oh definitely you you would uh, you would know what that is but to our listeners basically a chiastic structure is a form of jewish poetry um in you know in uh in in western poetry and english poetry uh, you know we we're all about um linking topics and and rhymes in a sort of a and b yep. fashion you know if if i said oh you know when i was born i ate some corn you know yeah. we, we sort of have that a b a b a b um go through you know going through roses are red violets are blue yeah yeah all know, good old. Uh, those <laughs> kinds of of poetry but in in in, in jewish um And in Jewish poetry, they use this chiastic structure, which is essentially it looks like a bit of a pyramid um, with nothing at the bottom, just kind of like a point um, where you start off with a subject at the start um, and then you have this like you know, this build-up, this ladder of, of different themes, different topics until a point at the top. And then you start, you know, that's right in the middle, and then you start going back yep. down the ladder and everything, you know, say you have uh, uh, th- three three layers of uh, chiastic structure, which would have five different things, you know, uh, a thing at the start, you know, uh, some theme at the start and a theme at the end, and then a, a theme, you know, two and four, you know, th- two themes, um, you know, at the... the, the second and the fourth theme, and then the third theme in the middle, that would be, um, I guess, your sort of most important or your most, yeah. most important theme or topic. So, that's how you, you're sort of working from the outside in to, mm-hmm. the, to
1: some exactly, central point. To some... Interesting Genesis is similar when you read the Genesis yeah. account um, with, the, with the the seventh day coming in as the pinnacle. Um, mm-hmm. So, it's quite interesting when you look at these
0: chiasms as to what you come up with. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's awesome. And so, people have said um, that Revelation is in the structure of a chiasm. And the point of that chiasm is this section right here. Um, Not only the beast, but I believe also, um, you know, Revelation 13 and 14 is the point of that chiastic structure of what is the political landscape? You know, what what is our world really looking like at the end of time? Who are the powers in play? And what do we as people living in the end times have to to look out for and to know? And it's, yeah, Revelation, you know, Revelation 12, 13, and 14, it's really that that point of the chiasm and and in the midst of that is this Second beast, yep. But also, you got to
1: remember, in the midst of all that is Jesus, because the whole revelation, the revelation of Jesus. So somewhere 100%. in this here, we're going to
0: find Jesus. You've got to guarantee one hundred percent. And 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 it's amazing. We're going to be we looking at Revelation fourteen into the rest of this this yep. in the rest of this week. But you know, the start of Revelation fourteen, it's like all these gnarly, crazy things are going on around the world, um, crazy persecution and whatnot. And then it starts off in Revelation fourteen. It says, "Then I looked, and behold." a lamb standing on mount zion and with him 144000 having the father's names written on their forehead yeah. So, this is just really pointing at this this promise, this hope that we have as people who are living in the end times. That, yeah, hey, so des- despite these scary beasts and things that you see happening, mm. um, the thing that gets me is I know the end. Yeah. <laughs> and the, that is amazing. That's like the most amazing thing about the Bible. I think I, I used to be a real consumer of, of, of media, media, of television shows, yeah. of movies. And I think, you know, one of the most um, amazing qualities of uh, – of a movie is, is when they can allude to the end really subtly and really well to the point where you go and rewatch it again. And you're like, Oh, I can see yeah. all these things building up. And the Bible is, is exactly, you know, is that, but a hundred times better because it's real life. It's like, you know, we've been um, going through the pages of, of history and, and, and we've been, you know, we're coming right down to the end of time now. In the Bible, in Revelation, this was the book of Revelation was written by John the Apostle two thousand years ago. and yeah. It is so relevant and so important for us and, for where we're living right and, and, now. And we can just look at Revelation and look at our world, and it's like, man, no one could have made this prediction. You know, this was, you know, as a show, you know, there's a creator at work that that works, you know, through every scene to to allude to the end. There is yep. a creator at work that's been working through the pages of history to allude to okay what is coming what is what is happening after this for us to know you know this grand amazing narrative which of course you know us as human beings we we have free will and we have our say and we're we're working through this but God being God knowing the end from the beginning beginning gives us the word of God gives us the Bible so that I think uh, Jesus says it best in john 14 29 i tell you these things before they come to pass so that when yep. they come to pass you may you will know <laughs> you will know you will believe um but yeah oh man i'm just like i'm so pumped i'm so stoked for this this is this is awesome we haven't even got to this beast yet <laughs> no no we're just we're just talking about how how great the bible is which is man i think you know in in any book um you know revelation is is just awesome because it is really um summarizing you know the things that have happened in the thousands of years um in the past to get to this point of like okay what is what is happening in our future what is the scene um for the people who are living in the end times but let's uh let's just let's just get into it um darren do you want to read verse Well, oh, man let's just let's just read to the end of the chapter from verse 11 11? 11 to the end of the chapter then I saw another beast come up out of
1: the earth. He had two horns like those of a lamb, but he spoke with the voice of a dragon. Mm. He exercised all the authority of the first beast and required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. He did astounding miracles, even making fire flash down to earth from the sky while everyone was watching. Mm. And with all the miracles he was allowed to perform on behalf of the first beast, he deceived all all the people who belong to this world. He ordered the people to make a great statue of the first beast. who was fatally wounded and then came back to life. He, de- he was then permitted to give life to the statue so that it could speak. Then the statue of the beast commanded that anyone refusing to worship it must die. Mm. i sure Daniel. Mm. Um, he yeah. requires everyone, small and great, rich and poor... Free and slave to be given a mark on the right hand or on the forehead, and no one could buy or sell anything without that mark, which was either the name of the beast or the number representing his name. Wisdom is needed here. Let the one with understanding solve the meaning of the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, his
0: number. Is six six six. Oh man, man, this is not a light light breakfast. You know, this no, is, no, is going to take this, us more than one this day. This is not about. a. This is not an up and go for brekkie. This is like some some. This is some potatoes. This is like you know. This is getting into some meat eating right now. Heavy this stuff, is some chicken and steak for brekkie, man. That yeah. is. This is. Crazy. Oh, there and there is so much to talk about here. You know, and so many themes that even if you're unfamiliar with the Bible, you probably would have heard of the, the mark of the, the mark Beast. mark of be something that the most movies six, have written six, about that. Six. Yeah. yeah, this man is oh Just really thick, and I think we can see here, you know, the real importance of of understanding this beast is, you know, when when the implication is is that this beast has the ability to give people the mark of the beast, um, then it's like, oh, man, what is going on? Like, this is really... So, so if we've identified the first beast, Lawson... Mm. And we know that the beast is now around. Is, is, can we assume that the second beast is around somewhere? Well, we can. And this is the amazing thing. As we went through the first beast and we looked at the signs and we said, okay, these are the signs, you know, we looked at, um, ge- geographical location, yep. you know, time period, what it would be doing, you know, what, what, it, what it's represented by. We can do the exact same thing with the second beast here. Um, well, let's let's start with with verse eleven. Um, you know, the Bible says that I saw another beast coming out of the earth. He had two ham uh, two. He had two horns like a lamb, and spoke like a dragon. We're just going to start with coming out of the earth. Yeah, this is a very direct and very clear contrast to the first beast. Yeah. The first beast. It says comes out of the sea. You know, this beast comes out of the earth. Do you know what? The sea or water represents in the Bible, Darren. The sea, um, people, people. Yeah. So we, um, me and Lyle, as we've been going through this, been saying, yeah, the sea represents people. Of course, this is an amazing Bible study. We're going to come back right after this. This is home free with how great thou art. Ooh.
2: Oh, um. Fill my
0: To Faith FM, that was home free with how great that thou art. Just before we get back into the Bible study, you have another clue for the quiz. Another clue. Yes. Another clue. And if you uh, have read this
1: book, you may get it now. All right. Here it is. The Spirit of the Lord sent me in a... In set me no. Here we go again. Take two. What's that? Wheat The spirit of the Lord set me in a valley of dry bones.
0: Oh, if you know who was in the valley of dry bones, give us a call one eight hundred three two four eight four three. You will get a prize completely for free. You just have to know who's in the valley of dry bones. Who is it? I don't know. If give us know a call. Is, I know who it is. I wrote it down. Oh, already, you've got so, it. Yeah, you've got so, it. So, so, so I know because I can see the because answer. You can see the answer. So, if you know, give us a call, um, and you'll get a prize. But we're getting back into our Bible study, and as I said, yeah, man, these this beasts. Is, this is some heavy morning. This is some heavy spiritual food. This is more. This, this is wheat bix on ooh, steroids. This is like, oh man, this is this is legit. This is like eating eight wheat bix for breakfast. Yep.
1: So it says. Says <laughs> so we read. We saw a beast coming out of the earth. Mm. And it says he had two horns like mm-hmm. those of a lamb. So yeah. you say lamb? I've
0: seen lamb in yeah. Revelation before. I've seen lamb in Bible before. I think before we get into that, let's just like let's just back up a little bit and just look at okay, so this is a beast. What does a beast represent in Bible prophecy? A beast always represents nations. A nation or, you know, a kingdom or whatever it may be. We have gone through and explicitly... Daniel's very clear on that. Daniel, Revelation, like so clear over the last week, uh, two weeks, three weeks, as we've been going through Revelation, a beast equals a nation. So this is a nation. A okay. nation. So we're looking for a nation who is rising up from the earth. Again, we just noted the contrast that the Bible makes. From this first nation comes out of the sea, yep. which is a, a group of you know lots and lots and lots of people. Yep. Um, you know, when, when we corroborate that with the rest of the signs, we just, we determined that was Western Europe, which at the time of of which the first beast rises up in four seventy six A D is pretty much the known world you know this is the the roman empire this is uh yeah just this is where the people are at whereas this here um it says you know coming up out of the sea uh sorry coming from the earth this is a place you know the contrast it's building here is 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 somewhere that has not a lot of people okay we also have to determine when when is this nation rising up um and I think the easiest way to do this is, you know, there's the the the, the, the classic um, the 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 saying, the kiss saying. and yep. It's keep it simple, saint. Or oh, stupid. No, no, we're not going <laughs> to call our listeners stupid. Oh no, we're not, not going to yeah. call each other okay, no, saints. Keep saints, it the... simple, saint. Uh, We want to keep it simple. Um, You know, unless the Bible says explicitly clearly to not think in a certain way, you know, you just have to think. So, don't try and overthink this. Yeah, you know, you just have to go chronologically. So, the first beast rises up and then we come to it where it says like, you know, you come to the point where it says it's mortally wounded. And then it says... When was that? Um, 1798. So, let's I I expect this second beast to be around that exactly. time so, somewhere? So, exactly, you know, exactly that. It says it's mortally wounded, you know. And then it says, then, then, I saw another beast yep. coming up out, you know, coming from the earth. So, this is, again, noting the fact that, yeah, this beast comes... After the second beast. There's nothing explicitly saying here. You know, it it doesn't say, oh, you know, therefore, during the time of this, you know, of this point of the first beast. No, it's like, okay, you know, the first beast receives a mortally wound, you know, 1798, then the second beast comes up. So, 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 we're looking for a nation then after 1798. Yeah, after and around the time of 1798. Now, we'll get to the lamb the, lamb. I, the la- lamb I like the lamb I like the, the lamb. lamb well what does a lamb represent in the Bible well, when, I, when I read the lamb it represents Jesus Jesus um, right you know the lamb slain from the foundation of yeah. the world the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world This is Jesus a, for her, Himself is a lamb it, at it, times it, so. you know also represents a cute innocent loving little fluffy there's nothing like a newborn but, fluffy little lamb yeah yep. just a animal ever little harmless you know two horns like a lamb Um, and spoke like a dragon whoa so this is this is where we're like whoa okay so what is this trying to say to us so who is the dragon well, we know that we've represented the dragon before, and yeah, um, the, yeah. the, the enemy is yes, Satan, the, enemy, the devil, it's the Satan. Yep. Um, you know the the, the first, accuser. Yep. Well, the first beast is also described as this dragon-like, like this dragon-esque beast. beast, and that's because the dragon is controlling it. It's this great, terrible dragon beast. Um, so it speaks like a dragon. So it, ha- it looks like a lamb. So
1: you what, know, what you're saying is that this nation, whether it is, appears. Christian or Mm. Jesus-like in its actions, Mm. but then
0: underneath, the the words they speak and the things that they do Mm. is dragon-like. Yeah. Well, essentially, you know, because when we look at a lamb, you know, we're we're, we're putting that in a religious context. That is the purest form of Christianity. You know, we're talking about um, God-loving, God-fearing, Bible-believing People yep. or here a God-loving, God-fearing, Bible-believing nation. So we're looking for a Christian nation. A, a then? Christian, a so that Christian cuts nation it down. that cuts it down. Um, you know, yep. within its, you know, within its uh, its make up, to be a Christian, to be a Christian nation, hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah they there, are the signs we have so far. So it rises up from an unpopulated area around the time of 1798. Um, it looks like a lamb, so it's founded on Christian principles, yep. but then speaks like a dragon. So some of the, the actions that it doing uh, that that it that it does um, start to you know Impact. be yep. dragon esque, you know, um, and. Yeah, well, let's yep. just continue reading through. You want to read verse twelve for yep. us next? It? It says yeah. he
1: exercised all the authority of the first beast, and he required all the earth and its people to worship the first beast whose fatal wound had been healed. Ooh, right. they tell talking straight away. That This is talking straight away about this first beast in
0: Revelation 13. Mm-hmm. No other beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not not another beast. You know, it's not saying first beast and trying to reference back to Daniel chapter 7 and the, yeah. and the line. No, it's saying that the first beast in Revelation 13. So, it says here, he exercises all the authority. The Catholic Church, you know, or the, the the papal system at its prime, you know, when it was when it had all authority, was you know one of the, the strongest political powers, yeah. you know, in Europe. Um, we we looked at the persecution of mm. the saints, you know, mm. we looked at the the death of of the the you know the persecution of the Celtic Christians of the Waldenses of the the Protestants of all yep. these things and and what that amassed, you know, to eventually the 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 fi- to between fifty and one hundred and fifty million deaths um, that you know the the Catholic Church um, yeah that that was that was responsible yeah the, the the Catholic Church was responsible for. We also look at you know the, the power the sway that it had politically. I, I think the the famous story of, of the king of the king of England, you know England um, decided not to follow the Pope and then yes. the Pope said okay the all the whole of England is in interdict. And what that word interdict means is essentially all of England is lost. That's where the Anglican Church comes out of. Yeah. yeah, So the Pope is like, all of England is lost because, you know, this uh, king. That's that's a lot of authority. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. And and the King of England goes to the Vatican and sits out the front in the like in a blizzard in the terrible snow he tries to get in and talk to the pope he's like hey yeah. let us let us reason through this you know um but he sits out in the snow in a sackcloth for three days before the pope lets him in and he eventually bows <laughs> down. that's to the pope, authority <laughs> and the pope lets him man this we are covering so much of incredible amazing stuff we are ru- quickly running out of time this is melissa otto with rise up we'll be back tomorrow with more
3: do not boast over me, my enemy For my Father is the victor Your darkness only makes him brighter He'll make me more than a conqueror When I fall I'll rise again When I fall, I rise again When I fall, I rise again When I fall, I rise again Do not blow over me, my enemy Disappointments push me deeper Into dependence on my father I hold on to him, my helper when I fall I rise again when I fall I will rise again when I fall I rise again when I fall I will rise again do not rejoice over me my enemy every trial makes me stronger every Failure makes me wiser As he refines me in the fire When I fall I rise again 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 again.
0: mind when you think of studying nursing practical experience, a rewarding career, great employment prospects when you think of nursing think of Avondale College of Higher Education, 92.7% of our nursing graduates were employed within 4 months of completing their degree, with credible experience and with friends for life, to apply now visit avondale.edu.au it's higher education designed for life back to Faith FM. We have come to the time of the day where we're going to be doing the question of the day. But before we do, um, Darren, can you give us another clue for the quiz? One more clue for the quiz. Who am I? The prophetic book following Lamentations was written by All right, so if you know who that is, you know, I'm I'm sure you can do some quick Bible research, find out who that is. Um, Yeah, give us a call, 1-800-324-843, and we will give you a prize. But but Lawson, Lawson, that brings us to question of the day. Yeah, question of the day. So, big question for me is, why do we have prophecy? Okay, why do we have prophecy of course we've been studying lots of prophecy we've been going through the book of revelation which is you know at, at the time of uh, that that John was writing it was a completely prophetic nearly you know just always nearly completely talking about events that were happening in the future but why is prophecy important well Jesus says in John 14:29 I tell you these things before they come to pass so that when they come to pass you may believe see god uses prophecy as a tool to win us uh, because this is this is amazing this is amazing say okay i've been working as a bible worker and when i talk to a lot of people in the street you know lots of secular people non-bible believing people um you know the same thing always comes up and, and it comes up in a few different forms but you know you ask someone hey what is you know stopping you from believing in the Bible why do you think you know wh- why don't you believe in the Bible and they say oh there's just there's just not enough evidence this 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 evidence always comes up okay so say I'm God right and I claim to know the end from the beginning I, I see the future and I'm like okay I, I know the end from the beginning I would see that all these people want evidence all these people want evidence to believe um and so, you know, if I was as smart as God, you know, and, and I knew that, what I would do, and this is what God does, he takes the primary resource of all the information on him, this, this book here, the, the Bible, yep. he takes the primary resource of all the information on him, and he makes one third of it Bible prophecy, which gives us observable and tangible evidence to know if God Really, really exists. Like, check it out. It goes like this: God in in the Bible prophesies a bunch of things. You know, through the prophets and through people, he says all these things are going to happen in the future. Well, all you have to do, and and I think it's amazing that we have the 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 luxury to do this as people living in you know 2019, some 2,000 years after the last Bible of the book of the Bible was written, um, we have the ability to just be students of history, you know, even to go to Wikipedia and just take a Bible prophecy, say, okay, the Bible said this would happen, go to you know Google Wikipedia and just compare it to the history. and, and it's a, yeah, a powerful, powerful tool in which we can use to-
1: hundred percent to,
0: fulfilled. To, yeah, to, to, <laughs> to, to, to verify, you know, okay, God makes some claims. Well, we just have to take the claims and say, okay, what is this saying? Well, let's look at history and see if they came true. Um of course, you know, Bible prophecy is something that personally for me, like it changed my life. I grew up a a non-Christian, non-Bible believing, very much um, against the idea of a a supernatural God, um, you know, one who is really involved. Um, And then, yeah, you know, someone took me to Daniel 2 and said, okay, well, check this out, Lawson. Uh, The Bible makes some amazing predictions. And I want to, you know, say this for for anyone out there. There's a verse um, in... This is in 2 Peter in chapter 1. The Bible says, And so we have the prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light which shines in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy uh, of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. It says here that, You know, it's a light that shines in the dark place. Prophecy is an amazing tool that I've used. You know, I have been affected by personally, and that's brought me to a place of conversion and giving my life to Christ. But that I now use as a Bible worker, I go to people and I show them prophecy, and I say, hey, you know, our God isn't an illogical God. You know, our God isn't a God that just wants you to believe just for the sake of it. No, He gives us real and tangible evidence in this prophecy, not just proving that, oh, hey, I did this or I did that. No, like, this is super... Supernatural, amazing, observable evidence. Of course, if you want to know more about that, you can get in contact with me, and I'll teach you about it because that is, is my job. <laughs> Give us job. a call, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Now this is Carly Fletcher with "Great Is Your Faithfulness." Back to Faith FM. We have come to the end of our show Which is kind of a bummer Because I've been having a really good time (laughs) It's been awesome Studying the Bible Answering questions Awesome interviews from Africa So, so good But we have come to the part of the show That's, that's, um, you know Might be a bit sad A bit melancholic But it's not Because we are giving away something for free What are we giving away, Darren? We have an awesome book to give away today It was one of my
1: all-time favourites Ooh, here we go What is it? Well, one of the most gnarly Books in the Bible, I believe, is a book called Acts of the Apostles. Yeah. Yeah. So you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is the gospel, which are awesome. Yeah. But then when Jesus dies and goes to heaven, this is his apostles, this is this is um a bunch of guys that turn the world upside down. Man, so good, yeah. So this book goes into more detail Mm. into what Acts was all about. If you want to be full of the Holy Spirit, you want to be fully charged,
0: you want to be on fire for God, this is the book to get and read. Man, that just, oh, I want to take it home, but I already have like two at home, so. (laughs) So The book is called Ask the Apostles. What are we going to do, first in or? Yeah, yeah, first in. If you call us at 1-800-324-843, you will get this book completely for free. Acts of the Apostles go yeah, in there and we will send it to you you don't even have to answer any questions we just love giving us. things away we just love you guys we love that you are listening to us we love giving stuff away of course we've had an amazing show me, Darren, Marta you know doing all our producing doing an awesome job um, but yeah of course if you want to learn more about the Bible if you want to get more deeply invested we have a number of Bible study courses that can be done through people in a church who you. you can be done through correspondence. Hey, if you're in the Maitland, Newcastle area, you can give me a call. I'll come and study the Bible. Uh, study the Bible. Yeah, an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> of course, if you want, if you want that, you can give us a call. One 843 This has been Faith FM. I could
2: just sit. I could just sit. Stay, I could just stay.